Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined with Kenny Sargent. Crash Gladys. And Stepman. Here's the Freaks. Freak Nation, if I told you I had a special show every freaking Sunday night, I wouldn't be lying. It's a special show for you tonight. I got some Talladega jet lag in my system, but it's going to happen. Got to pull this thing off. And I'm I'm about to share with you, this is how you watch a NASCAR Cup race (laughs) if you're dog-ass tired like I was today. I'll share that with you. But first, let me tell you who we got coming up here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. Eric Jones, the dude that for the last lap was actually running up front at one time to win the freaking <laughs> Talladega he race. He even went through turn four yeah. in the lead. Until crash went Richie C. Suave no, 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 and no. jinxed Eric Jones, that man, with a text on our Speed Freaks text thread, buddy. I noticed that and wondered, what is she doing? The man is doomed. <laughs> Although I do have to admit that the great, the wonderful, the exceptional Kyle Larson blew it for everybody today and, uh, you know, tossed a couple guys into the wall with all of his wins last year. So Eric Jones, who, for all intents and purposases, had the freaking uh, Talladega race until Crash decided to jinx it. Oh, right, right. No, let me just set the record straight. I jinxed it when he was in the lead with like seven laps to go. Yes. Then he fell back and I thought, oh, great. There it is. Hey, he worked his way back up to the front all by his good self. Yeah. So come on. I didn't so when you got a, that. When you got to fight 40 NASCAR racers and Crash Gladys, I mean, <laughs> come on. I, what, what more do you expect from a guy who reads the kids? Eric Jones will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Uh, and I'm sorry, Eric Jones. I'm sorry, Rock. Chastain, still the biggest story over the weekend is an Earnhardt, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Earnhardt, the grandson of Dale Earnhardt Sr. Short of winning the Xfinity Series race, you couldn't have written a better script. He will be joining us in about 10 minutes. Jeffrey Earnhardt here in the Freak Nation. Also, A.J. Allmendinger, who at one time was going to win at Talladega in the Xfinity Series race. However, he did win $100,000. He will be right. joining us here in the Freak Nation, and your ARCA Series winner, Nick Sanchez, running on those general tires. He'll join us here in the Freak Nation. Wow. What did you know about Nick Sanchez? It's crazy. You're right, Crasher. I went back to look at some of that social media that I was posting for yeah. General Tire and everybody else. You had a weird fixation with yeah. Nick Sanchez. It's like, give yourself a crystal ball or something. That that was bizarre. I kept thinking, wow, clearly Nick's got a good car. And this was all before the race even started. I'm looking at your stuff and it's like, right. it's Nick Sanchez, this Nick Sanchez, that blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden he comes out and he wins the race. And I'm like, Kenny knew. Yeah. There was, um, there was something strange going on there, but I just, I had a feeling about it. he's, he's, uh, he's from Miami. You'll hear in this interview, he's from Miami, you know, open wheel F1 country, not necessarily NASCAR country. His father is, uh, Second, third generation Cuban, and growing up, he watched a lot of IndyCar, a lot of Formula One, then ends up at a stock car. It's a great story. Very familiar story. Yeah. Uh, I was standing next to his pit stall. I was standing 
close to him and Raja Karuth in the Arca Series race, thinking, what are these guys going to win this damn race? And little did I know, I was standing right by Nick Sanchez's mom. <laughs> and I'm rolling my camera. And, and, and here's this younger female. I mean, she looked maybe 30-something. And she's crying. She's going, oh, my God. I was going, is that Nick's mom? Ah, we turned the camera on her, and there she is. She's crying, getting emotional, FaceTiming somebody back in Miami or something like that. And I said, are you Nick's mom? <laughs> she goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, right place, right time, man, with uh, with Nick Sanchez. If After you're 22 YouTube, years. What's that? After 22 years, you're allowed to get it right. You know, come on. Yeah, it happens that way, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, Facebook Live, Twitch, thank you guys for being a part of that. And of course, all of you listening on the Freak Radio Network, the website, speedfreaks.tv. That's speedfreaks.tv. We're there for on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Richie, uh, before we go to Crasher in about one minute, uh, what are we up to on our views on the Larry McReynolds hug with oh, Jeffrey Earnhardt? 26.4 thousand views yeah. on that particular tweet. And you can check it out at Speed Freaks on Twitter and you can see it for yourself. It was a great wow. piece of video that Kenny shared with us yesterday. Check it out for wow. yourself. Fantastic. All right, yes, man. I will say, even Henley, we were watching the race, you know, obviously from Phoenix, even Henley was like, there's Dad, he's on TV. As the cameras were turned, we saw Kenny in the background, a la Indy 500, Elio Castroneves style. That's how nice I roll, work. man. Uh, Crash Gladys, Bit News and Notes coming up, Freak Nation. But first, we're going to resume with some affiliates and, of course, get back to our big-ass YouTube, Facebook Live page. But first, Crash Gladys, Bit News and Notes. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Freaks. Bringing in another round of Affiliates Freak Nation. How you doing? Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Eric Jones, who damn near had himself a Talladega win. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. The biggest story of the weekend is an Earnhardt. Jeffrey Earnhardt will be here in the Freak Nation. Coming up in about six minutes. A.J. Allmendinger will be here and more. Crash Gladys, Fit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to GeneralTire.com. Find out how you can get up to 70 bucks back with a Visa prepaid card. When you buy four qualifying passenger truck tires, from General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com. That's GeneralTire.com for more information. Crashers? Well, Jason Anderson had to get a top three in Supercross. Actually, a top two, I believe, to keep his hopes for the championship alive. Well, that he did. He won the big boy 450s on the series return to Gillette Stadium in the Northeast. Now he gained some serious luck as well with his biggest contender, Eli Comeout, first following his bike. I guess that was a few laps in. Yes. Then never being able to really catch up to the lead group after that, even though he was in the lead group at the beginning. It was just crazy. So now the potential clincher comes down to Denver next weekend. In the 250s, he was off to Fortner on the top box, his first win since 2020. But with another podium finish, Jeff Lawrence wrapped the 250 East title with a dominant season of never finishing outside the top four. All right, let's get to Talladega because they hosted NASCAR and ARCA this weekend. As well as our very own Kenny Sargent, who, by the way, still will not confess to any appearances on Talladega Boulevard. Mm-hmm. What's up with that? What's up with that? Art, they kicked things off on Saturday with a caution field race, finally wrapping with Nick Sanchez in victory lane. He will join us next hour. Then it was on to the Xfinity Series with a load of hype surrounding pole sitter Jeffrey Earnhardt, bringing that black number three back to Vega with Larry Mack on the box, too. Again, attrition playing a big part, so surviving was Noah Gregson to the top spot and that Earnhardt guy. How about a P2? 
Cup time came on Sunday again with a race full of some surprises, but none more than that last lap, last corner, when we all thought another iconic number, the 43 with Eric Jones behind the wheel, was going to cross the finish line first. But, like Statman so eloquently put it, Kyle Larson and Ross Chastain and company had other plans, benefiting Watermelon Boy Chastain at the strike. Yeah, that was wow. NHRA raced in Houston, Baytown Raceway for the final time this weekend. And to quote the NHRA specifically, there was more than enough drama to go around at Houston Raceway Park, but the Pro Stock Final stole the show as Erica Enders topped rising star Camry Caruso in the first all-female final in the Hot Rod class. Enders won her third race of the season and perhaps more importantly, the final time at her home track. Brittany Force made it a 50%, 50% female in victory circle at the end of the day, beating Justin Ashley in the finals. Matt Hagen winning funny cars. Steve Johnson, the winner in Pro Stock. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, our friends at General Tire are back at it, and they want to give you up to $70 on a Visa prepaid card just for purchasing four passenger tires on General Tire from now through April 30th. That's $70, guys. Spring is here. So show off your new tires, your new Generals. It's that easy. Guys, for more information, just check out General Tire. General Tire delivers for whatever life brings your way. And yes, General Tire is the official tire of Speed Freak. Hey, I'm Kyle Busch. The biggest racing weekend ever at Worldwide Technology Raceway is coming June 3rd through the 5th. The party starts Thursday with the NASCAR Fan Fest and Hauler Parade at Ballpark Village. Cup practice and truck qualifying on Friday, cup qualifying and the Toyota 200 on Saturday, and it all wraps up on Sunday with the Enjoy Illinois 300. This is the first time in a lifetime to see the NASCAR Cup Series at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Go to WorldwideTechnologyRaceway.com to get your tickets now. Brought to you in part by the Illinois Office of Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. It works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers. General Tire's Grabber X3 all-season mud terrain tire offers aggressive styling engineered for durability with innovative performance features ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling with Speed Freaks since 2001. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. 
friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, do yourself a favor. Go to lucasoil.com. They have a line of products to keep your fishing rod and reel smooth and happy, your sports car, your two-wheel motorcycle. What about your quad? I don't care what you got. Lucas Oil has a product to keep your rides fat and happy. Inside your engine, outside your engine, go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com. How you doing on Facebook? How you doing on YouTube, Twitch, and of course, on the Freak Radio Network? Coming up in moments, Jeffrey Earnhardt, still the biggest story of the weekend. Sorry, Ross Chastain. It's badass. You got your second win of the year in the Cup Series. But uh, given if you're judging it totally by social media, Jeffrey Earnhardt, Larry McReynolds, and the black number three is the story. Right? Yes. But Trackhouse Racing, a very close second. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool to see what Pitbull and Justin Marks are doing there. Statman, I, uh, again, uh, when we started Speed Freaks 22 years ago, I, I was a newcomer to NASCAR. I followed the, the bigger races as a younger individual, but I never was into it like I am now. And younger you, individual? Yeah. In my 20s, 30s, <laughs> a couple of decades ago. Funny but, how he says, you know, I wasn't into it as I am now. He's kind of following that same path with Formula One yeah. as we speak. Okay, well, took, listen, <laughs> you start a radio show called Speed Freaks. We're covering all the motorsports. You better do your freaking homework. And the but homework- you refused for so long. I'm just being honest, Kenny. You refused for so long with Formula One. It's great to see you coming on board. When a Schumacher steps stops short of crapping in your cereal, yeah, you you uh, you rebel okay. against the freaking Formula One, all right? Okay, okay. Okay, so my point is this, damn it, <laughs> stat man, when you were – in your heyday following Dale Earnhardt and the number three, I didn't realize the significance, frankly, of RCR, Larry McReynolds, and Dale Earnhardt. Again, before we started the show 22 years ago, wow. I knew the significance okay. once you studied NASCAR and you studied stock car racing, the significance of that trio. And holy smokes, did it rear its head on Saturday for the Xfinity Series race with Jeffrey Earnhardt, Dale Earnhardt Sr.'s grandson, Larry McReynolds and RCR and stat. I get it now. The significance of those three names teaming up. Yeah. I didn't know anything about Larry McReynolds, obviously. I mean, I wasn't that deep into the weeds, but uh, obviously Earnhardt and Childress, uh, I knew who they were and you know, they were some of the major people. If you didn't know anything about NASCAR, you knew about uh, Earnhardt and Childress. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the deal. That was the jacks are better to become a NASCAR fan. <laughs> That's greatness. <laughs> I will say I was an Earnhardt fan throughout the 90s and I knew about Larry Mack just because I was an Earnhardt fan. But 
I think that if we really take an honest look at the way coverage has changed over the years, and especially at it when it changed after Dale Sr.'s death, there was there was coverage on the crew chiefs and there was coverage on certain other individuals on the race team back in the 90s, but nothing like it is now. So truly, I mean, people are going to say, you're so wrong. No, take a look at things and how yeah. they were covered. Back in the 90s, the only people who really knew Larry McReynolds were the diehard, diehard fans. It wasn't until after Dale Sr.'s death that coverage of so many other positions on the team became so much bigger because of the money that was in the sport. It was just kind of thrown in. So, yeah, it's it, it was different then. Richie, do you have the hug heard around the world? Evidently, a lot of folks, uh, mm-hmm. first time they saw this was on our is this Twitter or Instagram? Richie? This is on Twitter, at Speed Freaks, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And what do we add as far as views on this one oh, single Kenny hug? just wants to keep hearing the number. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, you can see it very tinyly so in the corner. 26.4 thousand of the 16-second <laughs> clip of Jeffrey Earnhardt after he finished second at Talladega on Saturday hugging his crew chief, Larry McReynolds, after the race. It's pretty cool. Go ahead, Rich. What is so good about that is Jeffrey's just looking around and goes, what do I do now? I didn't win the race, but I'm still. (laughs) But I have more cameras around me than Noah Gregson does. It was, I caught up with Jeffrey Earnhardt after he qualified number one and you can't write the story. You can't. It's a, it's an Earnhardt. It's his grandson, senior grandson. It's Richard Childress racing. It's a one-off race. And it's Larry McReynolds who not in Jeffrey Earnhardt didn't know Larry McReynolds was going to be a part of the picture till this deal finally came about. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you'll hear in this interview. Oh, uh, wow how this whole thing has been to work for a couple of years, but it didn't come to fruition till maybe three, four weeks ago when Jeffrey Earnhardt had to order his freaking fire suit. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Jeffrey Earnhardt, uh, yours truly in Lucas Oil Studios. And you've heard Jeffrey Earnhardt in the Lucas Oil Studios a couple of times. And they were for that, when, when Jeffrey was getting a race car, got a deal done. Oh, I got a sponsor in. And some of this PR people would call us up, say, can you, can you get Jeffrey in the Freak Nation? Yeah, I like Jeffrey. So it's a great personality for the sport. He's a guy that needs to be in the sport more often. Humble dude. Now he joins us again in the Freak Nation, uh, running for RCR. But this is, in a great way, this is sick. What, <laughs> what's happening, Jeffrey Earnhardt? Isn't it? Yeah, this is uh, really, it's a dream come true, you know, the, to, to think that I would have the opportunity to be sitting here in Talladega on the pole uh, in a black number three for RCR is, uh, it's still hard to believe. Um, you know, it's, I keep telling, telling him, I'm like, pinch me, wake me up. And then I'm like, no, wait, let's, let's put it in victory lane first, then pinch me and wake me up. Right. But uh, no, it's, uh, it's incredible to see where we've gone from and where we are today. Uh, true testament to, you know, my team. Uh, and not giving up uh, my sponsors forever long, Super Puff, Dow Strong, for giving me this opportunity and uh, and Richard for believing in me and giving me the chance to go out there and run uh, run a car for him. Let me set this up. Jeffrey Earnhardt, the grandson of Dale Earnhardt, joining us here in the Freak Nation. He's driving the three. He's with Richard Childress, 
Richard Childress Racing, and then there's Larry Mack. I mean, it's the freaking trifecta, man, for it's, your grandfather. It is uh it is insane to think that this is uh this is what you know this weekend has given us. And uh and Larry's been incredible to work with. Uh just really just dove head first off into this thing and, and making sure that he was prepared for the weekend and, and and had all his notes and and knew what he needed to know to go come down here and be be successful and uh you know i can't thank him enough uh and, and rcr for putting this car together um you know they're they're typically just a two-car team so they gotta work extra hard to to put another car together and uh and cycle to to be able to come down and and run three cars here at talladega and they they did it, and they did it really well. So. Jeffrey Earnhardt sitting on the pole for the Xfinity race at Talladega, and I did my research. Okay, someone told me this. It may or may not be true, that this has been in the works for maybe a couple of years, and all of a sudden, it just came on like a banshee. <laughs> and then, bam, a couple of weeks ago, you're ordering your fire suit? Yeah. It's- and Larry Max on the he's, he's the crew. <laughs> what? From your perspective, how long has this taken to get you in this number three at Talladega in April of 2022, Jeffrey Earnhardt? Oh, man, it's been years and years and years really? of, of just trying to figure out how to find the sponsorship to make this deal, you know, become reality. And, uh, and, and you know, forever long had, had the opportunity to, to financially to be able to make this happen. And Richard agreed to it, uh, I think, at, like Atlanta. Um earlier this year so it uh once he agreed to it i was like ah man i've I've been down this road so many times and and got punched in the gut because it didn't come through and and then finally they're like no it's it's actually happening and i'm like well we got a lot to get done in three weeks so uh in three weeks we're able to get a fire suit done larry mack is a crew chief car design done uh postcards t-shirts hats you name it uh man these guys from uh, my team jai rcr's team Forever long, my sponsors team uh, has been just t- like just no sleep. Like I, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't even know if I know what sleep is anymore. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll get some some good rest tonight. But um, just a lot of hard work from a lot of people that that made this all happen. You're not going to get me sleep tonight, Jeffrey. Come no. on, bro. <laughs> no, yeah, I said don't pull a Talladega. I'm not sleeping tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's truly incredible what what we've been able to accomplish in such a short amount of time to to put this deal together. Well, help me out here because a lot of folks think that a driver can. The way it used to be, let's say this, for your top-notch drivers, your driver would come in, sit in the seat, and the, and the the owner would go find the sponsorship. It's not that way anymore. So did did you, did the, did the cart come before the horse? Did Richard Children <laughs> say, I have a car that can compete, now go out and find a sponsor? Or, Richard, I got us a sponsor, get me a car that can compete. Um, you know, we had sat down with Richard and asked, you know, what it would take to, to, to make it happen. And, and you know, he told us. And, and you know, so that, that way we knew. What- he gave you a number. Gave me a number. Okay. So we we knew what we had to shoot for to try and make us make something happen. You know, whatever was going to be, we're trying to make something happen. And uh, and then we just went to work. And and, and Forever Lawn has been working just as hard as, as myself and my team to try and find more money to, to make this deal, this dream of mine, become a reality. Because they've, they've truly been amazing to me, my career. Um, just truly are amazing people. Um, and then, you know, we were able to, Pull, pull in super puff uh, and Dow strong as well in this deal to to make it all come come full circle and, and man it's just uh it, like like I said it's true uh true testament to everyone's hard work dedication and, and you know obviously we uh we were able to find the money and and Richard said all right well this is the race we actually hang a lot we thought we were running Daytona not Talladega so we're like oh we got plenty of time and Richard, Richard's like no Tal- Talladega he's like we're going to Talladega and I'm like 
well, we, we got to get to work. Like we got some work to do. So um, again, you know, can't say thank you enough to everyone's hard work at RCR for everyone and, and my team to, to put this deal together and, and try and make it as easy as they can on me and, and, and keep the stress off of me. A lot of us were standing right next to Larry McReynolds to see how he would react if you grabbed the pole. No one was talking. You could feel like everybody was holding their breath. And I think you maybe when you went out, there may have been three or four cars left. Okay. And then each time, bam, you're still sitting at the top. You're sitting at the top. And then freaking Ty Gibbs goes out. And everybody goes, because if there's someone who's going to knock you off, it's like, oh, no, not Gibbs. It's Gibbs. Oh, hell no. And then when you punched it and got the pole, Larry McReynolds just jumped up. I got video of him going bonkers. I got to see this. It's, it's, it's fantastic, man. Where were you when Gibbs on that last lap to maybe knock you off the pole? I was just climbing out of the car. I, the 21 had just come by. I was, I was just hit, you know, just hitting pit road for making my lap. And I'm looking over the headrest, stretching my neck, trying to see the, the scoring pile. And I see that he didn't beat us because I knew my teammates were going to be the ones that were going to be hard to beat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I was like, all right, well, Ty's got a, got a hot rod. So, uh, can't, uh, can't let him beat us. And, and, I was climbing out of the car and everyone just started cheering. I was like, I guess we, I guess we beat Ty. So, um, really just, uh, an incredible moment. Um, and, and incredible to see the support from, uh, you know, the guys at RCR, Richard, uh, Larry Mack, the, the, all the, all the folks from forever Lawn that, that are here this weekend supporting us, uh, you know, and, and my team, uh, with, uh, with JI just, uh, it's incredible. Uh, and, and, and just everyone in the sports just so pumped about this and this opportunity. It, uh, it, it shows, you know, the, the weight that this holds mm-hmm. and, and really uh, how incredible it is to, to even have this opportunity. Did Richard say with this sponsorship money you bring on board, I'm going to bring on board Larry Mack or was this a surprise? <laughs> it was a surprise. No. Huh? Oh yeah. yeah. I, and I think it was, I think it might've been Austin's idea. Uh, Austin Dillon mm-hmm. uh, was the one that reached out to me. He's like, Hey, he's like, I think Larry Mack's going to be the crew chief. What do you think about that? And I'm like, heck yeah. Like how much more unreal could this, this <laughs> opportunity be like, yes, put Larry, Mark, Larry Mack on the box. And, uh, and, and man, he's, like I said, he, he's, he's so dedicated to, to this opportunity, but he's so dedicated to our sport. Mm-hmm. He, he's an incredible man, uh, cr- incredible history from, uh, from being a crew chief in the past and, uh, and truly does love our sport with, with all, all of his heart and, and, and wants to see it succeed and thrive for, for years to come. So you've worked with dudes all, all your life. What's the difference of Larry Mack when he's, was he, and he's in your face, when he's in your ear, what's. He, 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 he my hero. Mm-hmm. He critiqued my grandpa. And, uh, and that means the world to me. And just like Richard, you know, they, they were best friends and, and to, to have, I, you know, I, I get starstruck looking at Richard, you know, he, he's a, he's a, he's a superhero, just like I looked at my grandpa mm-hmm. and, uh, and to think that the, these guys are are legends in our sport, and, and they're giving me this opportunity, it's man, I'm speechless. It's it's incredible. I'm I'm, I'm very blessed. It is badass. <laughs> what's a what's a successful day for uh, Victory Lane? Oh hell, there's nothing else. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, 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 I've told everyone, man, we 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 pull this one off, and we we park it in Victory Lane. They they might have to postpone the Cup race because the 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 Earnhardt Country fans. Are liable to, to to burn this place down in, in excitement. <laughs> it's going to be incredible, but um, we're we're, we're trophy hunting. We're not we're not here to, to race for points. So uh, the only the only uh, the only thing we're going to accept is a win. And, and mm-hmm. obviously, I'm I'm going to love every minute of this. You know, whatever the outcome is, but I don't I don't even want to talk about anything other than a win because that's 
That's what I came here to do. Are there other incentives, depending on how well you do, like Forrest Lawn or Richard Childress or Larry Mack saying, if we do this, we can extend this to this many races? Um, no, I mean, there's nothing, nothing enough talks of more races at the moment. Um, obviously, you know, I would love to, to get the opportunity to. Um, I've got, you know, four more races with Sam Hunt this year that, uh, that I'm going to run. Um, so I, I don't have I don't have uh, I don't have a very busy schedule, and I would I would welcome a, a busier schedule uh, any day from from them. But um, you know, we we are hoping that this will springboard into more sponsorship opportunity to to, to be able to uh, you know field more races and, uh, and and hopefully you know put together a full season deal for next year. You got a voiceover career, brother, with those pipes <laughs> that you have. You smoke a lot of Marlboro. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've, I've always had a, I've, I've, ever since I was a kid, I've gotten picked on for having a deep voice and picked on. Uh, oh yeah. But the yeah. women love deep voices. I, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I've, 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 everyone, it's funny. Cause you know, we go, go turkey hunt or something that you got to do a, uh, hoot owl call. And it's like, I can't do it. I don't have a high pitched voice to, to be able to do the certain things that other people can do. I, everyone's like, give me a, give me a cheer. And I'm like, woo. Like, I'm like, <laughs> My, my friends say I got Batman voice, so I, I don't know. Can you it. give me a uh-huh. Uh-huh. see you there? Uh-huh. <laughs> Sling blade. <Yeah. laughs> mm-hmm. Great movie. This is awesome, man. Uh, we couldn't be happier for you, man. We know what Thank this you. means to you, your family, Richard Childress, Larry Mack, your dad, your your uncle. This is uh, just badass, man. It, it's it's truly incredible, and I'm uh, I'm forever thankful for everyone that's that's given me this opportunity to be able to come here and do this. Badass. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Oh, yeah. It, uh, he <laughs> <it> just, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Richie, you were monitoring social media yesterday during the Xfinity series race and the significance of Jeffrey Earnhardt. Uh, it was all over the, it, he was trending for the Earnhardt name was just trending on, uh, Twitter for a few hours and he, he was running up front. We're going, is this going to happen? Is he going to win this damn race? So, close. and you, yeah, you could, you could tell just by the couple of things we played already, which you can go see again at speed freaks on, on Twitter, the popularity of those tweets went, went crazy. Yeah. That full interview is also up right now on our YouTube page as well. If you didn't get a chance to catch the whole thing, you can catch it again on our YouTube page and the views on that went up sky high almost right away. So wow. people are still all in on the Earnhardt name, no matter what, whenever it comes up. And well, we it was just cool bringing that story back together at a place like Talladega yeah. where Dale senior was so dominant with Larry Mack. So yeah, it's just the way it all came together is just cool. Coming up in moments. Uh, there's another significant female drag racer. The stat man's going to talk about in the stat man's gad. Also Eric Jones, who was running, for that win at Talladega earlier this afternoon. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation and a big second hour coming up. More Freaks coming up. Speed Freaks, Pits, and Lucas Oil Studios. Competition is hard. It's tough to look someone in the eye and tell them, I'm better than you are. Uh, proving it is difficult in the extreme. That's why it requires a certain mindset in any competition, but especially a non-team competition where you're one-on-one against someone who thinks just like you do. I read some comments from IndyCar driver Pato Award this weekend. Pato told Marshall Pruitt he was trying to find his center again. Uh, this was after a great season last year that was full of celebrations and smiles. 
so many that Award spent the offseason flirting with McLaren F1. Funny what a new year brings, though. We're very early in the IndyCar season, but Award admits to struggling and listening to the voices in his ears and head. They're telling him to do this and that with results that are down from last year. So hard to stay in your head and not your ears, though. Ask the greats like Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, and Tiger Woods. It takes more than talent to rise to the top and stay there. That's why success is so confusing. The difference between winning and losing is but a blink, a shadow at the center of oneself. It's tough to find sometimes. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Back with the Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios, real quickly here. Uh, about a minute in this break. Stat, man, I'll get the right scat up there for you, man. Sorry about that. That was from last week. That was like two weeks ago, wasn't it? Oh, that's right. Last week. Yeah, two weeks ago. Uh, Camry uh, Caruso will thank yeah. you forever. Yes, right. <laughs> it's just about we're, sh- we're about, to, again, once again, shine the light on the on the diversity of the NHRA. I, fl- I play a stat man scat that's two weeks old. Damn it. We'll get to it, Freak Nation. Uh, Eric Jones, a fantastic, just a fantastic dude. He's got something new coming up where he's going to be helping a racetrack that uh, he grew up on, cut his teeth on. Big-time NASCAR Cup star, running for that win at Talladega today. Didn't get it, number 43. He'll be joining us in moments. Also, A.J. Allmendinger here in the Freak Nation. And Nick Sanchez, your ARCA Series winner at Talladega. He'll be here in the second hour. Freak Nation. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes and Richie's orange freaking hat, if you're watching us on YouTube, is going to get even brighter. Holy crap, Richie. I don't know what the score is, Crash. I'm doing a live-ass radio show, man. Is it okay? (laughs) You ought to join us, Crash. It's a pretty good show. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Freak Nation, our buds at General Tire want to give you 70 bucks back on a Visa prepaid card. How do you get it? Well, you buy four qualifying passenger tires from General Tire, up to 70 bucks back. Uh, we're not talking these high-performance bad boys you see in the ARCA series. Passenger tires, you follow me? For more information, go to GeneralTire.com. GeneralTire.com. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. And, of course, the official tire of the Freak Nation. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. Hey, I'm Kyle Busch. The biggest racing weekend ever at Worldwide Technology Raceway is coming June 3rd through the 5th. The party starts Thursday with the NASCAR Fan Fest and Hauler Parade at Ballpark Village. Cup practice and truck qualifying on Friday, cup qualifying and the Toyota 200 on Saturday, and it all wraps up on Sunday with the Enjoy Illinois 300. 
This is the first time in a lifetime to see the NASCAR Cup Series at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Go to WorldwideTechnologyRaceway.com to get your tickets now. Brought to you in part by the Illinois Office of Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Thanks to Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. 22 years of doing this. Lucas Oil, proud partners of the Freaks. Go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com. To find the right product for your righteous ride, Eric Jones back in the Freak Nation. He's been in here a few times. In fact, I think the first time was after your Truck Series Championship. Now you're back. You have three reasons to race fundraiser coming up. We'll get to that, but let's get to let's get to the point of how we got here. Uh, doing research on you, Eric, I had no idea, buddy, that uh, you spend a lot of time reading to children. That's badass, man. <laughs> No, I appreciate it. It uh, actually was something we started, I guess it's been about uh, almost two, that's been two years probably now since oh. we started doing that. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was something, reading's always just been a passion of mine and something that I, I do quite a bit myself and was trying to find kind of a way to, I guess, bridge that gap to uh, the fans in NASCAR. And for me, um, the the children's books was something that really um, kind of piqued my interest and something that I thought would be great just to share with fans and their families and also being able to hopefully get uh, kids just interested in reading. Well, let's 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 it might be kind of tough for you to watch yourself read because it's still tough for me to listen to myself <laughs> talk. But right by right here. Sam, I am. He's coming by. Coming by one more time. That's Sam. I am. That's Sam. I am. Do not like that. Sam, I am. Got the grumpy old man there. Doesn't like Sam I am riding around here on his his place. Do you like green eggs and ham? Got the same guy offering it up there to his buddy. I do not like them, Sam I am. Do not like green eggs and ham. Come on. <laughs> it's uh that's pretty good, thank you. I like the applause. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a bunch of kids too, by the way. Absolutely. Well, it's uh, there are there are a lot of celebrities, drivers, uh, actors, musicians that you utilize their celebrity to again make make things better, and frankly, for other people. And have you seen some pretty cool uh, response to you reading to these kids, Green Eggs and Ham and Beyond? Yeah, it's it's been pretty cool just to uh, at the track now that uh, the fans are back in full full force to hear. Uh, them come up and just say that they enjoy it. You know, they watch it with their kids uh, uh, when we do them there. It's usually a couple of times a month. So just seeing that they're tuning in and enjoying it. I mean, that's that's great for me. And then hopefully just getting them uh, interested in reading on their own. You know, when I was a kid, um, my parents read to me pretty much every night until I was reading on my own. And then I continued on. So if it's getting them interested in that and wanting to do that, you know, I think that's great, too, for the parents. Um, just being able to read to the kids uh even even on their own. You know, that's cute and all that you want to help kids read. But let's be honest, this is getting kids into NASCAR, too. Maybe <laughs> it's unintentional, but this is amazing. They're watching an actual race car driver read to them. And yeah, OK, they'll like the books and they'll start reading themselves. But then they get to see you behind the wheel of a race car. That's cooler to them than anything else in the world. That's what you're doing. NASCAR needs to put you on the payroll. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Hopefully it uh, gets them interested in watching the races and tuning in and, and, and checking us out. But, you know, the cool thing, too, I mean, we've been doing them all, um, you know, a lot of them on, on Facebook Live, but I've been able to do a few in-person readings, too. And that's that's probably the most fun for me, just keep getting to have the live interaction, see the, the reactions live from the kids. That's pretty cool. Now, in talking about NASCAR, let's get into a little bit of racing. This season's been pretty fun to watch. I mean, granted, every season has ups and downs, but this season with Dave, is it Dave Ellens? That's right, yeah. Yeah. Can you explain your relationship with Dave? I mean, we pretty much know his history, and he's come from cars such as Tyler Reddick's championship and engineer with Jimmy Johnson back in the day. And now he's with you and things are looking good. It was fun watching you at Daytona and at Fontana. Let's, let's talk about what's going on there and how that's going to be some fun to watch throughout the summer too. Yeah. Dave's been around for a long time in sport and, and um, as a crew chief, he's been uh, in that role for, for quite a while on the Xfinity side, but never on the, on the cup side. So this is the first year he's really in the, in the cup scene on the cup, on the crew chief side of it. And he's just, he's been doing a great job. Him and I um, have a great relationship, you know, communication wise, just being able to go and, and feel like we're on the same page right off the bat um, at the start of this season. So you never know when you're working with somebody new, how long that uh, is going to take to build that communication and, and get that kind of dialed in. But with, uh, with Dave this year, it's been pretty easy. Him and I have uh, been able to uh, build that line of communication pretty quickly. So he's just been doing a good job and giving me fast cars and chances to run up front. And, uh, you know, that's fun from the seat for sure. See, with this new car, I'm, I'm a huge fan of fresh eyes, fresh thoughts. And you guys are providing that. And that's why I just feel like there's this is only just the beginning. There's so much more to go for you guys as a tandem. Yeah. It, you know, the, the new car, I think, was a pretty big incentive for Dave to come into the cup level. Mm -hmm. Uh, with the old car, I think he felt like he was going to have to learn so much in, in such a short amount of time. It was just going to be a pretty big uh, challenge for him to catch up. And with the next-gen car, everybody was just on the same page. It was a blank slate. Nobody uh, has any notes or anything to go off of from the past. Everybody's learning as we go. And I think Dave felt like um, that was going to be an advantage for him. Just If you can learn to pick up on anything any bit quicker than somebody else, you're going to be pretty far ahead of the game. And 
And uh, I think that's what, what uh, kind of enticed him to move up. Eric Jones, let's go uh, back to this reading thing. I'm <laughs> All right, enough racing. Let's go back to reading. <laughs> let's go to this reading thing. You said it was a passion. Uh, it's kind of a, becoming a passion with me. My daughter got me back to reading. Uh, do you, what, what do you like to read? Fiction, nonfiction, uh, mysteries? Uh, what, what do you like? Spy stories? What do you like to read? I'm a big fan of biographies, autobiographies or, uh, uh, self, self, uh, penned. You know, those are the interesting ones to me, just real stories, stories of people. Um, I like athletic biographies probably is my favorite just because it's interesting to hear from other sports worlds, kind of how, they approached it, went about their game and, and about their life. But um, the history stuff is cool, too. I've always just been a big fan of history. So anything on uh, history uh, from Michigan, I read a book on on Detroit not too long ago. So anything on history, too, is something that really interests me. But uh, definitely read a ton of biographies. Usually that's what I got going. Hold on a second, Statman. I know you want to jump in, but this is just perfect. I mean, you like history. You've got Richard Petty with your team. Mm -hmm. You like sports autobiographies that you, you guys are making your own autobiography as we speak right now. It's cool. I mean, getting to know Richard a little bit the last couple of years has been, been awesome. I mean, I'm a fan of the history of the sport in general. So being able to talk to a guy that's been uh, been in it from the beginning of NASCAR has been cool to just hear the stories of him going through and, and growing up in racing, growing up in NASCAR, growing up with NASCAR. NASCAR uh, went through such huge growth when he was a part of the sport from the beginning to uh, to now. And, and it was just so cool to hear those stories from him and, and of, of the race team that, that they started and built and uh, and what he did in his driving days. <laughs> Without thinking about it, what's the one autobiography that comes to mind? The first thing you think about when you think about your favorite that you really got lost in that story. And that's a good question. You know, um, pro probably one I just read. I just read uh, uh, a book on Tiger Woods, and obviously his career has been all over the map, right? Highest highs, <laughs> lowest lows. And and just to hear um, – that story, you know, obviously, you know, kind of a little bit about him from just watching and, and what you read, but to hear a really deep dive in the way he, he grew up, trained and, and perfected his craft in golf to become uh, as good as he was in his prime was interesting. And then to obviously read a little bit about uh, his struggles and, and how he worked through that and, and where he is today. It was just, it was just such an interesting story. I mean, it was so different than really any other book I'd read uh, biography wise on anyone. So that was, that was one that really, uh, really got me locked in. Kindle or a real book. Do you like turning pages? <laughs> or do you, do you do it in a Kindle? I, I like the real book. I tried uh, to do the Kindle deal. You know, obviously it's kind of handy because you just take it wherever you go. Right. But um, I just couldn't get away from the, from the book. I just like having it in my hands. Wow. <laughs> Here it is. Eric Jones, NASCAR Cup pilot driving the infamous 43, joining us here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. You've got a fundraiser coming up, and I could certainly read through the PR material, but I'd rather hear it from you. It's called Three Reasons to Race in regards to a, a certain racetrack. And again, getting back to the reading and children and so forth. Why are you doing this? And did you feel a need to give back in order to help bring this track back? Yeah, I mean, I've been wanting to. So I guess to go back to my NASCAR career, I've been able to support 
kind of a number of different causes and foundations, stuff that's that's close to me and, and means something to me. And uh, my foundation now, you know, been in operation for about eight months. And this will be our first event uh, coming up May 19th, Birch Run Speedway in, in Birch Run, Michigan, which is a place where I grew up really close to about a half hour away, raced there growing up um, and, and won one of my first ever uh, stock car races there. So somewhere that's close to me made a lot of sense to me. I still think I still say Michigan's home. When I talk about going home, I, I live in North Carolina now, but I am usually referencing Michigan. So um, made a lot of sense to have that event there for me. And, you know, just to kick it off, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun event. You know, obviously we're raising money for a great cause. That's, that's, that's the goal at the end of it, but we're going to have, we're going to have fun doing it. And and I'm excited to get it going. It's been a lot of work, still a lot of work. It's a month away and there's still things going into it to make sure it's going to happen and, and, and be the way we want to. But uh three reasons to race. And that's really our three causes in the foundation, three things we support, which is um, animal welfare, the reading initiative we were just talking a lot about, and then cancer uh, prevention and early detection. So three things that mean a lot to me, it was hard to pin. I couldn't pick or pin one thing in my foundation that I really wanted to focus on. And those were the three things that that I really care the most about. Do you find that people are in your ear going, Hey, Eric, let us be a part of your foundation. Or was this all you going for these these three titles or three subjects to raise money? It was really me. You know, I was trying, obviously, when you, <clears throat> I learned a ton about foundations in the last year and a half and, <laughs> and kind of what they entail and, and what you have to do to get one going. And, and obviously going into, um, you know, what you support is a huge part. And there was no way. I just couldn't pick one thing. There, there wasn't one cause I could really pick that the support and, and focus mainly on. So those three things are just three things that have impacted my life. You know, um, the cancer detection and prevention with my father. I lost him six years ago to cancer, and the reading, like I mentioned, was something that just has been huge in my life and really felt like it's given me a, a, a jump start on a lot of things. And still to this day, helps me a lot. And then animal welfare. I grew up. Just an animal lover. I, I've got my dog now. I've got a pet rabbit. Uh, my family always had dogs growing up, you know, so it was just a big part of my life. And, and all three of those things are. Wow. I, I hate to talk a little racing here, but uh, I, I've got to. Uh, Eric Jones here in the Freak Nation. And Eric, what I liked above and beyond the racing at Bristol on dirt was it created a dividing line for people. Either like it or you don't. And that's I don't care what you're in, sports, music. Uh, accounting, you create dividing lines rabbit to keep raising. rabbit racing. You know, Statman hates <laughs> rabbits. You can email him at stat MC at speed. Free. So it creates a dividing line for people to love it or hate it and gets us talking. Consequently, you saw the ratings for that race Sunday night on Easter. I, I don't care what you say, Eric. I loved it. I like the ratings. Uh, it's just different. And we're speed freaks and we like different things. I think you could tell. Yeah, it definitely was. And I don't know going forward if I think the Easter racing is going to continue, you know, looking mm-hmm. at the ratings, no doubt. I, I think in the years forward now, we'll, we'll probably be racing Easter Sunday night, I would assume. Whether that's at Bristol Dirt again, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I really don't. I, I think, you know, the, the dates probably obviously Easter is not on the same Sunday every year. Right. Um, so it's going to end up probably moving around track wise. I don't think we'll continually have the same race on that date. Um, so we'll see. I think definitely that's going to continue on the dirt racing. I think will continue on whether it's at Bristol or not. I, I don't know, but I do think dirt racing is going to probably continue in the sport. All right. So you want to talk racing. 
Yeah, we can get going it. In, you're going into the last turn. You're Chase Briscoe. <laughs> do you do you dive into the door of Tyler Reddick and take him out to get the win? So I've, I mean, I've obviously thought a lot about it, seen it, you know, seen the replay quite a few times. You know, I don't think that was obviously. I don't think that was Chase's intention. You know, to, to wreck them both, but um, you got to try to make a move. I don't. I don't. I don't know. You're not really a racer if you don't try to make that move, but obviously he pushed it a little too far uh, and and just made a mistake and and got into him. I mean, I would hate it uh, if I was Chase, you know, uh, and taking Tyler out like that. That's just, it's just not your intention. What if you were Tyler for crying out loud? (laughs) I mean, he, he, he handled it great. I, I don't, I don't know how he did that to be honest. I mean, I feel (laughs) like I'm a pretty even keel guy, but I mean, in that situation, I, Probably be pretty frustrated, especially immediately following the race. There's, I don't brave on Chase's part to walk up and and I, I mean, very stand up of the way mm-hmm. Tyler handled that. I, I was, I was mind blown when I saw the the conversation after. So it's tough. I mean, the the cup races are just so hard to win, you know. And and when you get one taken away from you, when you can literally see the checkered flag flying, uh, I, I can't even imagine. I've never had one taken away like that in, in the cup series. So it would be, it would be hard to handle for sure. Eric Jones in the freak nation. And again, he was running up front Talladega to win that race today until crash decided to hit us up on a text thread saying, uh, Richie, if this guy wins, please get that interview up stat. Yeah. It's all me. All me. Well, that's what they blame the announcer when they say how great the free throw shooter the guy is, and he misses. Oh, right. you know? he so there it is. It. Yeah. Yep. Eric Jones, good dude, man. Again, running for that win at Talladega. A great last lap. Holy smokes. I, I wish I had time to tell you how to watch a NASCAR Cup race, but we got a break here in about 30 seconds. Maybe I'll <laughs> do it hour. in the second hour. Yep. All right. I spent two days at Talladega, and Crash asked me, what you think of the track? I said, I didn't see crap. I saw the media center and pit road. <laughs> That's all I saw. Back and forth. Back yeah. and forth. That's all I saw, damn it. All right. Uh, AJ Allmendinger and Nick Sanchez coming up to Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Oil Studios. And we'll get to your Statman Scat where, again, the NHRA is showing their wares when it comes to diversity. We'll get to that. Big second hour coming up. Freaks. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. Crash Gladys. And Statman. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of the Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out. Coming up in moments, A.J. Allmendinger will be here in the Freak Nation, who almost had himself a Talladega win in the Xfinity Series. 
the stories that he will tell you the last couple of laps are bonkers running in that Xfinity Series car at Talladega. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. On that, on that last restart, uh, I forget who it was, up in front of him, the guy ran out of gas. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Who was that? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, anyway, uh, AJ Allmendinger will talk about that coming up in the was interview. Was No. Yeah. Yeah. The, the number seven, was it? Oh, right, Suave? Yeah. Okay. Justin Allgaier. Okay. <laughs> the Noah Gragson. <laughs> anyway, uh, AJ Allmendinger coming up. Nick Sanchez, your ARCA Series winner at Talladega. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. And we'll get to that Statman scat where the NHRA, again, making some noise with their diversity program. Uh, this weekend at Houston, the last professional NHRA drag race in Houston uh, for the foreseeable future. That's it. Uh, hold on, though. Uh, going into this weekend, that's all people had been talking about for months. Mm-hmm. Actually, since last year, that's the big rain race that they had there was. Yeah, this year, 2022 was going to be the last NHRA race at Houston, Baytown. But then a bunch of riding this weekend kept saying, well, if this is the last or supposing this is the last, and I'm like, where did this verbiage come from? Did something change and we just didn't know? I, I was just under hmm. the assumption that it was absolutely positively done. Stan, have you heard anything different? No, I I assume that it was the last race. I assume that there's some uh, uh, developers right outside the gate. And as soon as the <laughs> last guy went across the finish line, the bulldozers came in. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you're losing Houston this year. You're losing Phoenix Wild Horse Pass next year. Holy smokes! And they've already just coming off of losing Atlanta, was it last year? And well, E Town's been gone for a while, so yeah, it's just. You yeah, think we're going to go to Las Vegas for the third time, baby? <laughs> you think there'll ever be a street race? The NHRA will ever produce a street race? <gasps> We've talked about that, haven't we? Ooh, yeah. they so should. They so should. I if Long see- Beach can race on the streets, if, oh. if anybody, come on. Yeah, I mean, I could see it outside of, uh, I don't know what they call Staples Center now, but it'll always be Staples <gasps> Center. Mm-hmm. And they could put the pits right there. And, the, uh-huh. uh, you know, I mean, I it would be incredible. I think it would be dumbfounding. It would it would be something uh, that is, would be worth seeing. Imagine the lawsuits with that one. Because there were some lawsuits in Las Vegas. Okay, legal Richie. That got so that that got adjudicated in court this week, and obviously they didn't they didn't win. But people had filed a lawsuit because they were complaining that oh, it's going to be too loud. It's going to be too loud. So I can't even imagine if an interracial. You're talking about Formula One. You're talking about Formula One. Yeah, I was just going to say yeah. Yes, I'm talking about Formula One's Vegas Grand Prix next year, Mm -hmm. um, which is still going to happen. But imagine if the NHRA did that and they announced a a street race. Imagine all the lawsuits of all the, the old people with sensitive ears. (laughs) <laughs> no i want it to go down a street full of high rises just to oh all, just to upset all the people in those apartments <laughs> yeah times square shake i mean kenny and i were walking across mm. times square one night and we just stopped in the middle of the street and said can't you imagine and you know be, get out of the way get out of the way you know but yeah yeah john force hits Downtown New York, Manhattan. My goodness. <laughs> Katie, bar the door. That would be a bonkers move. <laughs> yes. Yeah, John Force on the Today Show. There you go. Good morning, America. John Force. 
22 years ago, Statman, guess what? NASCAR, 22 years from now, will be running in the L.A. Coliseum. <laughs> you are yeah. stupid. Yeah, what with, are you uh, with Ice Cube and, uh, you know, doing the <laughs> halftime, halftime concert. Yeah, you're right. I got a good picture of that happening, yeah. <laughs> well. Guess what? Which which is more of a stunner that uh, Crasher's prediction of Danica Patrick never going to NASCAR or the fact that uh, L.A. Hannah. Honestly, uh, though, what is the bigger stunner? NHRA racing at a thousand feet? Because that still kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Or, yeah, NASCAR doing the Coliseum. I mean, yeah. well, once for saving some lives. I, yes, I know. But still, I never thought we'd be saying. All that. right, going to resume with some affiliates. Get us some crash lattice, pit news and notes. All coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studio. Yeah, baby. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates. Thank you guys for being a part of it. Sirius XM, radio affiliates across the country on every freaking audio app that you can imagine. It's Speed Freaks coming up. AJ Allmendinger grabbed him a two spot. No, hold on. A three spot in the Xfinity Series race at Talladega. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Nick Sanchez, your ARCA Series winner running on those general tires. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. But first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Speaking of, up to $70 back with a Visa prepaid card when you buy four qualifying passenger tires put on your rig go to generaltire.com for more information that's generaltire.com where you can save up to 70 bucks on a set of tires from generaltire.com through the end of the month crasher jason anderson had to keep eli tomac in his death in order to keep his hopes of a championship alive and he did that he won the big boy 450s on the series return to gillette stadium in the northeast now, he did have some luck with Eli first stalling his bike in the first few laps and then never able to catch the lead group after that. But this clincher now comes down to potentially Denver next weekend. Again, if Tomac has some bad luck, well, we could be going on to the finale. In the 250s, it was Austin Forkner on the top box, his first win since 2020. But with another podium finish, Jet Lawrence wrapped the 250 East title with a dominant season of never finishing outside the top four. Talladega hosted NASCAR and ARCA this weekend. And ARCA kicked things off on Saturday with a caution-filled race, finally wrapping with Nick Sanchez in victory lane. Like Kenny said, we're going to hear from Nick later on this hour, about 40 minutes, I'd say. Then it was on to the Xfinity Series with a load of hype surrounding pole sitter Jeffrey Earnhardt. You just heard from him last hour, bringing that black number three back to Dega, first on the pole and finishing the race in second, Noah Gregson, your winner, will join us next. Cup time on Sunday. Again, a race with some surprises, but none more than the last lap, last corner, when we all thought another iconic number, that 43 with Eric Jones, might be in victory lane, but nope, it ended up because of, well, some tapping and getting out of line. Ross Chastain, watermelon boy at the stripe. NHRA raced in Houston for what we thought was the final time this weekend. Let's quote the NHRA specifically. More than enough drama to go around, but the Pro Stock Finals stole the show as Erica Enders topped rising star Camry Caruso in the first all-female final in the factory hot rod class. Enders won her third race of the season and perhaps for the final time at her home track. Brittany Forrest made it a 50% female in victory circle at the end of the day, beating Justin Ashley in the finals in top fuel. Matt Hagen won in funny car. Steve Johnson the winner in Pro Stock Motorcycle. 
Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. General Tire offers a wide variety of options that will stand against whatever life brings your way. Whatever you drive, truck, car, or SUV, General Tire has long-lasting, all-season Altimax RT43 to the aggressive all-terrain grabber ATX. General Tire covers on-road performance, off-road capability, and durability. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, getting speed freaks where we've needed to be since 2001. Hey, I'm Kyle Busch. The biggest racing weekend ever at Worldwide Technology Raceway is coming June 3rd through the 5th. The party starts Thursday with the NASCAR Fan Fest and Hauler Parade at Ballpark Village. Cup practice and truck qualifying on Friday, cup qualifying and the Toyota 200 on Saturday, and it all wraps up on Sunday with the Enjoy Illinois 300. This is the first time in a lifetime to see the NASCAR Cup Series at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Go to WorldwideTechnologyRaceway.com to get your tickets now. Brought to you in part by the Illinois Office of Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. Lucas Oil, it works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Freak Nation, our buds at General Tire want to give you 70 bucks back on a Visa prepaid card. How do you get it? Well, you buy four qualifying passenger tires from General Tire, up to 70 bucks back. Uh, we're not talking these high performance bad boys you see in the ARCA series, passenger tires. You follow me? For more information, go to GeneralTire.com. GeneralTire.com. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. And of course, the official tire of the Freak Nation. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, coming up in moments, AJ Allmendinger will be here in the Freak Nation. Friend of the Freaks. Uh, he was running for that win in Talladega in the Xfinity Series. Uh, his insight, his stories of inside that cockpit in the last five, ten laps, bonkers. You don't want to miss that. But real quick, I talked about this at the top of the show. about how, This is how you watch a cup race when you're dog tired. I was at Talladega for a couple of days, came back, uh, fly. I was tired. 
So I'm, I'm upstairs in the guest bedroom, taking a nap. Uh, had the TV on without the volume. And the way I knew things were happening is I heard my daughter and crash downstairs. <laughs> wake up, watch it happen. Go back to sleep. Wake up. <laughs> That's it. That's how you watch a race. Stat, because man. There's always a delay between our. And she's and now she's laughing. laughing at you. Yeah. <laughs> she, there's a delay between our downstairs TVs and our upstairs TVs. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, I was taking that. Stat, we've 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 always concerned ourselves about being able to get that nap in on a Sunday afternoon. That's how you how you need to hire somebody to hang out in your house and watch the cup race in the other room to shout when something's happening. Either that or eat some uh, mac and cheese. That might. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Freak Nation. And hopefully you're watching us on YouTube or uh, Facebook Live or listening to us on one of our many affiliates, SiriusXM, SpeedFreaks.tv is the website. Of course, follow us on YouTube, uh, Facebook Live, Twitch, or on Instagram, twi- Twitter. My God. The world has changed in 22 years since we started this thing, and all we were concerned about were our emails and our email mm-hmm. list to the <laughs> media. Jeez. Oh, that's funny. Swami, are we on Snapchat? Why are we Snapchatting right now, buddy? We could. I could probably oh. I could probably make one. So silly. I would like to know what Statman's filter of choice would be. <laughs> My filter of choice. Mm-hmm. For Snapchat. Uh, would snap- you like to have bunny ears? The would you like to have lipstick? Yeah, lipstick on a pig. That would no joke. bang. <laughs> Uh, Stop. Maybe you need to take the filter off on your picks, Stat Man. Here are your picks from today's uh, NASCAR Cup race, buddy. You crushed it for what two, three out of the last four weeks, and holy smokes, my man! Well, it doesn't help that two of your three picks get busted out of the race on one crash, and then the the, the your third pick gets busted out of the race on the last hundred yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Well, the, so what does that say for boss, our winner? I was communicating with him on the Speedfix account <laughs> Who a little bit today. He was so excited when Tyler Reddick went out. He right. knew that all three of us had picked Tyler Reddick. And he goes, ha, it's been served. Or he said something like something fun. So I started going back and forth with him a little bit. And then I think it's Busher. Yeah, Busher went out. And that was one of his picks. And I go, huh, how you feeling now? If you're listening to us, we've That's got our picks up on our live show on YouTube. I've got 80 points, Crasher 71, Stat with 36, and our Freak Nation member with 31, where every before every NASCAR Cup race, IndyCar race, you get to pick uh, your picks. And if we select you, you just might take home a set of general tires 36. if you beat us. Wow. But Look you got to beat all of us. 36. Wow. That's like the Oakland A's attendance, that man. I mean, you got a 36, 36 people. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> close. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, man. Uh, AJ Almendinger, always fantastic when he rolls in the Freak Nation. I caught up with him uh, 30 minutes after the Talladega race, and his insight to what was going on inside that car is absolutely bonkers. It's AJ Almendinger here in the Freak Nation. I don't know why I lean in like this when I'm talking to AJ Almendinger, like I'm about to sit down and sit you on my knee and give you some advice. Um, my advice is uh, I, I'm not coming to this race again as a spectator because my sphinx is like this. I can only imagine you as a driver running for the win at Talladega. Are you gripping? Oh, my God. I mean... <laughs> 
Uh, that last lap, I thought I crashed seven times. Like it, I bounced off everybody because you're just getting chubbed and you're nobody's checking up. And, Did you see the start on that last restart? Yeah, there were guys behind you and you were just. Yeah, well, the problem was was. You know, by rule, I can't launch before the leader because I'm restarting second. Well, I didn't realize the leader is out of gas. So I'm like checked up like, oh, I don't want to get penalized. And they're like, he's out of gas. And Noah's like, see ya. I'm like, well, that didn't seem very fair. But uh, <laughs> no, it's it's just it's chaos. You know that that's how it's going to come down to the, the We had a really good handling race car, uh, but we kind of lacked top end speed. So it allowed those guys to kind of get to the bumper. And most of the time they start shoving you and it kind of shoves you back away from them. And that's how you play the game. Well, we didn't have enough speed. So they would just stick to the bumper. And whenever they wanted to make a move, they would make a move. Problem is they're still attached to your bump when they're making a move. So you just go arm lock both sides. I bounced off about seven cars. I felt like before I ever got to the checkered, I got done. I was shaking like it's yeah. I'm like, I mean, the, the only thing worse is if I actually had to sit on your knee, like you told me to, when you were leaning in there, right? Yeah. That would have been worse. I, it's it's tough to explain if you've never seen this race live. It, it, again, you can have eye racing till you're freaking puking. But when you see this live, you see your guys are just tr- this locomotive through that front stretch. Do you have time to think about reacting or it's just you hope for the best? Yeah, I mean, you're always, especially when you're in the pack, I'm always looking ahead of me of of, okay, you know, What's going on? You can see cars dancing around, and that's the thing with these Xfinity cars. They they move around so much. So, I mean, hell, it looks like you're wrecking every lap. Right. So, uh, it's one of those you just you're, you're you're trying to judge it, but there is certain reaction. But it's also luck of the draw that if they wreck, you hope it it a isn't in front of you, or if it is, it clears out before you ever get there. And it's it's, it's not a lot of fun. Like I always like I always say, I was like, I have a strong hatred for this place as a driver. I love it as a fan. If I can go sit up in, in the grandstands and drink beer, or go out in the infield and party like I'd love this place, but I I don't get to do that. I have to drive and it it's really scary out there. But then that's the problem is I know you and I'm standing next to your pits. Your PR person is right next to him. She didn't know it. I had my camera on calling, ready to pop it when you win the damn race. But I'm watching the monitors. This is going on. I'm going, my God. Yeah, I, I can only imagine what you're feeling at this point. Yeah, you just especially so Talladega. Even though the tracks look the same, Talladega and Daytona, they race so, so different because Talladega is just a lot wider. So, you know, Daytona, it's really at at best you get three cars wide and you can kind of dictate those lanes. Like coming to the checkered, you can see who's get the run. Well, Talladega is so wide, like somebody's got to run. I mean, they can make it four wide. They can make it five wide. And so with the line move past the, the, uh, the tri-oval, like you don't. Daytona, like you come off four and you're like, okay, like I see the finish line. Like I can dictate what's about to happen. Well, here, the start finish line is like way down there. So, so much more things can happen coming to the finish. Uh, you know, as I said, it, it's, of course, you want to win this race, but just to get out with the top five, you're happy with. Daytona, I was there. You were contending. You're contending here at Talladega. What's the secret to contend? Just stay in it? I mean, our, our race cars are always fast. I mean, that that's that helps. College racing puts a lot of effort in the super speedways. Uh, you know, we, we with Justin and, and Ross and I, we worked really well together most of the time. Uh, so you know, and that and that and then it was you know last year when Jeb came over, we, 
he worked well with with myself and Justin and and Landon and I and Daniel. We've worked really well together. So, but the problem is now is the field has completely seen that for four years and nobody wants to work with us. Like it was a point, even as we'd line up, they'd shuck the last car out and make sure that we weren't lined up together. So trying to work together like that, stay up front, you know, fast race cars help. And, and some of it's just luck of the draw. You would have thought Jeffrey Earnhardt won the Talladega race. That's bonkers. You know, the history of the three, you know, the history of Larry Mack, RCR, was that ever in your mind? Like, I just don't want to take out the three. No, I didn't care. Honestly, <laughs> like it's cool. I, I love it's, it's fun to race against an iconic moment like that, yeah. where the, the, the black three is back. You got to have an Earnhardt in the car, Larry Max up there. Yeah. Like, it's cool to be a part of it. But at the end of the day, no, I didn't, I didn't care. Like, right. you know, I, I caused him not to win and I won, but he did a great job. He had a big run down the back straightaway and I tried to defend it and he got, got to the back bumper. And that was about the second time I thought I was crashed on the last lap. And then that caused me to almost wreck about five more times coming to the start finish line. So, uh, yeah, but it was, it, it's, it's cool to have, to be at least a part of an iconic race like that or, or a moment to have the three back with an Earnhardt in it. So with, with RCR and colleague, I mean, you guys are the two top teams run for the, as far as I see it running in the Xfinity series. Is that, is it you, you two against the world there where it's like, let's don't give these guys any space. Uh, I mean, we, we work well together. I mean, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're in all the, all those shops at RCR in, in welcome North Carolina, you know, colleague, Matt colleague is, has put a lot of money into it. We, we own two buildings in, in that, in that, complex now uh but at the end of the day i still think gibbs is probably the team to beat you know i mean they're they're super fast everywhere they go we got work to do on on a lot of these racetracks you know the, the speedways were pretty good obviously the road courses were were pretty good um but you know the intermediates and the short tracks we got some work to do and that's the homework we're doing and uh look forward to dover because we're, we're trying something different there and and seeing if we can find some speed that's a great thing about it right now is I don't think we're anywhere near our best Whoa. and we're leading the points. So what? that's something that I I'm really happy with our organization of trying to go out there and know that even though we're not at our best and we got work to do that, we're leading the points and, and um, you know, hopefully we keep getting better. Cause if we do, we can see what, what the, what the run that we can go on and, and uh, the speed that we can have. What's lost in all this is you're a hundred thousand dollars richer, or at least you held the check. How much of that hundred thousand dollars does AJ Allmendinger get? I will keep that private, you know. But the at the end of the day, it's uh, we all share in this, and it's cool now. Two weeks in a row to have it and put it in uh, in the prize pool for all the men and women at Call Racing. Boom. And I mean, they it's it makes a big difference because they're they're working so hard, and um, you know, you win and lose as a team. So we're in this all together, and and it. It's it's great what Xfinity and Comcast allow us to do to go race for a hundred thousand dollars four times, uh, but it, it it makes me feel good when I'm able the one that's able to put it in there and and you know in a way just thank them because that's that's the best way to thank them is is uh you know get them some more money. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so puss in boots. What's the cat's name? What's the Mr. Tickles? Mr. Tickles. He gets none. Of, he gets what? Doesn't he get like maybe like some he, Oh, he gets a lot of treats. Don't you worry. Right. Zena the the French bulldog. Right. She gets a lot of a lot of toys and treats. So it's all good. And Tara gets some too, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you know, she know. gets you. Yeah, I mean, it's easy. It's live. She's already. It's live. She's already won. Oh. <laughs> 
All right. Whatever. I got to remind myself this is live on Facebook too. Yeah. So. Well, buddy, how long do you let this ride in your in your veins, man? Because your uh, your heartbeat still got to be jumping. I won't sleep. I mean, like after most races, I don't really sleep well. But right. it's like the, you get home and you try to lay down, and it's almost like the adrenaline starts repumping because it starts running through your mind of what you just did. Uh, so I probably won't sleep very well tonight, and then uh, I'll be happy to sit and sit on the couch and watch everybody <laughs> else in the Cup Series do this tomorrow. <laughs> When you replay the race in your head, uh, when you when you do lay down and you start thinking about it, w- w- what comes to mind? Well, I mean, sometimes you think, okay, could I have done something different? On a day like today, I, I felt like I made the moves that I could. And, you know, we had the speed that we did in the race car. And you're just happy to survive a bit. And, and you know, I think it could have played out a little bit different if, if uh, you know, you restart together. But the seven running out of fuel is nothing I can control. So... <sighs> Uh, the other day, I'm just happy this place. I'm just happy to get out safe. That seems to be the, the thought of most drivers. I don't hear one driver going, man, I love to come to Talladega because it's such a crap shoot. You know, there's, there's some that, that, you know, I always heard Dale Jr. Talk about, you know, yeah, you know what type of racing this is. So you just got to kind of take it in and love it. And I tried that once and I flipped down the back straightaway at Talladega and I was like, Nope, still hate it. It's like, so I'm not saying I'm not good at it. I just don't like it. It, Again, following your career for the last 20 years, you being badass at Talladega 15 years ago, if you would have told me this, I said, you can't run at that track. How do you have this figured out with, with a guy that's such a specialty on, on road courses at turning left and right? Oh, I mean, (laughs) It's I I've studied it a lot trying to figure out, okay, you know, how, how do you run these races? You know, it's kind of funny because especially with the 47 in the cup series with J, uh, JTG, we had to run the race a completely different way. I, we never had the speed to run up front. Mm-hmm. So I had to kind of run at the back and then pick the runs at the end of the race to go make it happen. So when I got to college racing, uh, in the Xfinity series, I was like, okay, this is different. I'm running up front. So I'm learning on the fly of, okay, you know, like Daytona beginning of this year, I got too big of a lead coming off of two thought I didn't, but realized off of two, I had done that. So I'm still trying to learn, okay, what is too big of a run? What's not a big enough run. Uh, but you know, it's I, I, part of it is as much as I don't like it, I am still psycho. So, so if I have to shove it for wide, I'm going to still do it, whether I like it or not. So what do you do now? Do you go home and put on a medium t-shirt and some Speedos and just kind of kick back on the couch? Um, no, no Speedos, just Commando with just a t-shirt. Tight. Yeah. All right. Good to hear. It's like, hey, formal on the top, party on the bottom. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> The diversity in the NHRA drag racing always stuns me, and I've been watching it for maybe a decade or more. Men, women, young, old, black, white, green, yellow, purple, they all win and win championships. The latest into that salad is pro stock driver Camry Caruso. She's a rookie this year and this weekend drove to the top qualifier in Houston. That's only the fifth professional event for her and her family team. Get what I'm saying here. 
a rookie woman at 24 in only her fifth professional event was a top qualifier in drag racing's toughest competition. Races are often decided by less than a tenth of a second. Best news, Caruso is brimming with confidence. She told her crew chief on Friday, you ready for number one? He told her, calm down, young lady, let's just get to the end of the racetrack. Freaks talked with Camry maybe a month ago. She's as unassuming as they get. But make no mistake, she's about winning. Let's hope she stays that way. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. You know, Freak Nation, I don't know how much time I have to tell the story, but I got to tell the story. It has nothing to do with motorsports, but it has everything to do with just opening up and talking to people. Taking out at the bar in Birmingham, Alabama after Saturday night. No, after Friday night. Right? Yeah. That's okay, right. Friday night. You survived? A, yeah. There's a huge uh, 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 women's basketball tournament in there where all these D1 schools come in and watch the, these uh, potential scholarship players and players play, and then they go out and start recruiting these players. And I was sitting next to a gentleman at the bar, and I'm, I'm one of those guys that gets to the bar, and I just don't want to talk. I talk for a living. Shut up. I don't want to. Uh. But I hear Houston, Texas, and then I hear something else that piqued my interest, and then uh, we started talking. And I said, I said, what's your name? He goes, my name is Yannick. And Statman, we're the age where I went, Yannick is in Yannick Noah? He goes, you're the first person that, ever knew, that, that I've ever talked to that knew that name. <laughs> I went, damn, I'm old then. <laughs> the guy's 31 years old. His name is Yannick. But Statman and Joakim Noah, of course, is Yannick Noah's son who played for the Bulls. His great aunt, Statman, Zena Garrison. Wow. The African-American woman, she, she, Tiger Woods, for all Tiger Woods did for golf, I get it. But there were black dudes in golf that broke barriers. They didn't win majors, but they broke barriers. Lee Elder, I could go, Jim Dent. Charlie Sifford. Yes. Zena Garrison, the 80, Garrison in the 80s and 90s. She was a runner-up at Wimbledon. I think she won in doubles. She won like three grand slams. Uh, again, before the Williams sisters, she broke bear. And I'm sitting across from this guy. If I wouldn't have opened up and started talking to this guy, how much time we got? I would have had the, an hour conversation about him, him telling me a story about his great aunt. I mean, his great aunt, not his aunt, but his great. It just kind of shows you how young he was of Zena Garrison. She's still in Houston uh, doing a great bit of charity work there. And I thought, man, why are why are we telling her story, Zena Garrison's story? And according to Yannick, it, it, I think she's been approached on it, and but she just hasn't bitten on it. But Zena Garrison's story, Stat Man, we got about a minute, uh, would be incredible to tell uh, of her trials and tribulations working her way up through professional tennis. That whole time period uh, yeah. for uh, black athletes in golf or tennis. You know, and who Blake, the guy that got tackled outside the New York uh, hotel what, what, by the cop. Was it Jeff Blake? Was that his name? 
Blake. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but you got the last name right. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> he's standing there waiting on somebody to come pick him up, and uh, you know, the, a flying tackle by the cop. You know, the, what are you doing here on the street in New York? So my advice, Freak Nation, when you're bellied up to a bar, just open up a little bit. I mean, Statman, Statman will talk to the wall. I, I, I've always <laughs> admired that about Statman. He, he'll strike up a conversation with anybody. Uh, but it took me about 30 minutes to talk to this guy, and it's about 30 minutes that I lost, finding out more, more about um, Zena Garrison. Man, it, he, he bought my Jameson and Rocks. Oh, hey. Oh, my. Yeah, you got to talk to him <laughs> every time you get a ch- call him on the phone right now. Yeah, Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. General Tire offers a wide variety of options that will stand against whatever life brings your way. Whatever you drive, truck, car, or SUV, General Tire has long-lasting, all-season Altimax, RT43 to the aggressive, all-terrain grabber ATX. General Tire covers on-road performance, off-road capability, and durability. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, getting speed freaks where we've needed to be since 2001. Hey, I'm Kyle Busch. The biggest racing weekend ever at Worldwide Technology Raceway is coming June 3rd through the 5th. The party starts Thursday with the NASCAR Fan Fest and Hauler Parade at Ballpark Village. Cup practice and truck qualifying on Friday, cup qualifying and the Toyota 200 on Saturday, and it all wraps up on Sunday with the Enjoy Illinois 300. This is the first time in a lifetime to see the NASCAR Cup Series at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Go to WorldwideTechnologyRaceway.com to get your tickets now. Brought to you in part by the Illinois Office of Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. Lucas Oil, it works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Freak Nation, our buds at General Tire want to give you 70 bucks back on a Visa prepaid card. How do you get it? Well, you buy four qualifying passenger tires from General Tire, up to 70 bucks back. Uh, we're not talking these high-performance bad boys you see in the ARCA series. Passenger tires, you follow me? For more information, go to GeneralTire.com. GeneralTire.com. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. And, of course, the official tire of the Freak Nation. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
Freak Nation, before we get to the Nick Sanchez interview, Nick Sanchez, your ARCA Series winner from Saturday as well, running on those general tires. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. But there's a couple of comments that we're getting, excuse me, in regards to today's Talladega race. Uh, Dark Sage checking in. And Statman, uh, uh, you can see this. He's talking about, he says, I'm going to say this about Talladega today. The Fords and Toyota seem to not want to work together like the Chevrolets have in the last few years. It felt as if today they had the game plan of swarming the Fords and Toyotas and making sure none of them could break up the Chevrolet dominance we have, we've seen at the track the last several years. I'm not sure why Ford and Toyota teams cannot see that. Maybe they should work together. Chevrolet is a superior manufacturer on plate tracks because they work together and help each other. I do believe Cindric would have lost Daytona this year if not for all the wrecks that, that Team Chevrolet and drivers were in. And finally, and unpopular as that sounds, what else can Ford or Toyota teams do just from seeing the race today? No matter how much momentum of cars they had working together, they were swarmed by Chevrolet teams. That is something they are going to have to work with moving forward. Statman, you got to take on that? No, I didn't quite understand it, but they were working together. I mean, I don't know where that came from. And they, in fact, the announcers were talking about it. They never could get together. They didn't pit at the same time like some of the Chevrolet teams do. That was true. Yeah. And they said the Fords, uh, they'd link up better with each they, with each other. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, they talked about that during the – they're in the uh, the broadcast. It does seem to me, just just completely outside looking in, that maybe Chevy teams aside, it's a more selfish game this year. In that it's a new car, nobody wants to give up what works for them, what they find that might work for them, because they're going to harness that and be able to use it track to track or super speedway to super speedway or road course to road course, whatever they're they're their prowess is. So yeah, I I've noticed that there some of the guys that are always good are not always good anymore. And some of the guys that we haven't heard from as much in the past years, suddenly they're shining. So yeah, I do just feel like it's a little bit more of a selfish game mm -hmm. and that working together thing, not just at Talladega or Daytona, it's just not happening all around. Well, bringing up Cindric, man, that's so true. Leaving that Ford out to dry is as if he was missing a cylinder or two. He was just shuffled all the way back once he got out on his own. But well, he was about oh. ten miles an hour slower than the the other guy, so nobody wanted to run with him because mm -hmm. you know he was behind the pack. Uh, but it does. The Toyotas appear to be down this year, Gibbs, mm -hmm, they do. and uh, the Chevrolets. Hendrick is is doing better. Uh, but you're right, Crash. There's a lot of new names out there, so uh, they they are running differently, and there's just not as many Fords as there are Chevrolets and Toyotas. So they can't when they hook up. You got to look for them. Where's I know somewhere in the bottom of this pile, there's some Fords. Yeah, right. I know I got a Ford teammate somewhere. Just yeah, imagine right. you're going 200 miles an hour in a race car, and you've got to start moving chess pieces in your mind and in your in your in the future with the guy in your ear other teammates and it's you've got well I heard from this guy that he's going to do this you're not talking directly to the driver you know Kyle Larson isn't talking to Alex Bowman saying hey Alex, I'm about to do this. He's got to go, okay, tell so-and-so. Okay, I told Too him. Too late. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Blaney spotter back down to the driver. Nope. Yep. Blaney was running up front for most for especially in the last quarter of the race. He and uh, Wallace were running up front, mm-hmm. and Wallace in a Toyota was pushing Blaney in a Ford because they're close friends. They never got a chance to get to the last two or three laps. Uh, and as it was, should I say it again? Kyle Larson took out a Ford and a Toyota. There you go. Larson Nation email stat MC <laughs> at speedfreaks.tv. Nick Sanchez, part of. <laughs> The Max Siegel Revolution Racing Team, uh, a team that's, that specializes or features minority drivers. Raja Karuth is one of them who is actually running for a race win in the ARCA series on Saturday. And this guy, Nick Sanchez from Miami, who I had on Friday afternoon. And little did I know that this guy was going to win himself a big time Talladega race. He had to go change first before he talked to me after the race. It's Nick Sanchez here in the Freak Nation. Cross from me right now. You sat over there about the same time yesterday, Nick Sanchez. It doesn't look like you just ran a race at Talladega. Much less, it doesn't look like you just won a race at Talladega. You're back in your street clothes. Couldn't you come over here in your fire suit and at least act like and look like you sweated it out at Talladega, buddy? Yeah, we we got to clean up. We got to clean up a little bit. But uh, yeah, you know, I guess we clean up well if, if I don't look like I ran a race. But uh, yeah, I mean, Probably just one, maybe 25 minutes ago, 30 minutes ago. I yeah. don't know. I hammered. We had some fun on our interview yesterday uh, here in the Lucas Oil Studios. Of course, we're running them general tires. And uh, I, I didn't make fun of you, but I thought a dude from Miami, you know, it's it's open wheel country. It's Formula One country. It's a Lat- Latina flavor. But here you are, a big stock car boy, winning at Tala freaking day. It kind of puts those open wheel rumors to rest, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, it's kind of ironic. You know, I feel like anyone, especially for Miami, when they think of NASCAR, they think of Talladega Night. So <laughs> to win one here and <laughs> to win one here is pretty cool. And, you know, uh, I guess not too bad on a stock car. I was just told by Christy, your PR person, that um, you're known as Nikki Bobby. <laughs> is, that's for real. I mean, that's been going on for a while, huh? Yeah, it was my mom's best friend from Miami. Um, obviously, their only connection in NASCAR was Talladega Nights. So they watched <laughs> the movie and they were like, come on, Nikki Bobby. Like when I started racing NASCAR, it just stuck. And then uh, I, I think I had one of my friends, Chase Cravery, um, in Miami and he heard them say that and he kind of brought it back to North Carolina and obviously it spread um, on the team and in the garage. Uh, run this by me. I was hanging right there. If, if they follow us on Twitter with General Tire or Mad TV or Speed Freaks, they saw me sitting right there as you were called the race winner. Your mom didn't know how to act. I think she was too emotional to cry. Uh, it was fun to watch. Run me through this because I, I didn't. I thought there were laps left, and then all of a sudden they go, "We want it." Run, run, how did the how did this come about? Um, yeah, you know, right before that last restart, they told me the next flag ends the race. So any, you know, I, I probably wouldn't have made those moves with my teammate and uh, on those other cars if it wasn't for the win, pretty much, because obviously someone is going to wreck at some point. Um, so I was just trying to be aggressive, and um, I about wrecked in one and two one lap, and then I, I gathered it up, um, and I, I think it was the next lap. 43 hit the 23 and the 20 and i just stayed in it because i knew the caution wasn't going to come out um and you know at that point i knew we had won because uh you know the lights weren't out and we were in first and uh it was close to the with the 23 but it worked out so that's so the arca series let all the drivers know that the next yellow 
the cat that's in front is going to win the race. So everybody knew that going in. So this wasn't some arbitrary, hey, let's just give it to uh, Nikki Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Um, right before that last restart, you know, we, we knew. And I feel like that's why you saw everyone doing those moves. Because, I mean, you look up and we think we had 16 laps to go. <laughs> I I was surprised it, it was being called so early. But I guess the Xfinity race, you know, played a, played a role in that. But, yeah, I mean, hey, we got the trophy. So uh, it worked out. All right, so you're a race winner, two-time race winner in the ARCA National Series. This, this of course, is your. It's got to be your biggest to date to survive this race. And we talked about really, it's just it's surviving Talladega. And there were times we saw some accidents out there. There's a scary accident with the 69. Uh, was there ever time that you thought there's no way we're going to be able to survive this hurricane of cars on Talladega? Um, I mean, you're never safe at Talladega. Um, luckily me and the 18 were, were playing it pretty safe up front. And, you know, that's the only thing I wanted to do. You know, I didn't want to get racy there until the end when we had to. And, um, I was kind of holding back and just, you know, I wasn't trying to be too aggressive. You know, I wasn't obviously taking runs and, you know, um, obviously like I was telling some other people, the only lap that matters is the last one and you just got to lead it. When you watch it as a fan, when you watch what you guys are doing, I'm, I'm standing there in pit row watching this and watching all the big screens and the madness that, Outside the car, it looks like you're so insulated physically with your helmet, Hans device, a seat belt, uh, fire suit. Can you feel the craziness that's happening on that track at Talladega? No, I, I always tell everyone, you know, just, you know, as far as racing and aggression and even speed goes, you don't know how fast you're going until you wreck. And once you wreck and everything just stops in an instant, then you know, wow, I was going fast. But really, you know, it, it when all the cars and you have 20 cars just kind of go in the same speed you don't get that sense of sensation of speed um so to speak really no. I mean, e even when if you're if, if you're say back of the pack or, or at the front and you're you're passing you know the stands and sponsor logos so, 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 so you're that much that that insulated at talladega to where you really it doesn't feel like you're going yeah, no, I, I mean, your peripheral vision, especially in these cars with, with the way the mirror is um, in the B post, it, it kind of blocks all vision over there. So I, I really only see in front of me a little bit to the side, but I don't really look there. So, uh, yeah, obviously, when you're sitting low in the car, you know, some of the cars on the outside kind of block all that. So you're in your own little pack, and, mm -hmm. you know, a car might be moving a mile or an hour faster than you. So that's your sense of speed instead of you know i guess your ground speed you know watching the banners fly by right. and people and grandstands who's in your ear the majority of the race uh tyler green my spotter um obviously he spots for the 21 uh, harrison on sunday so he's he's very good you know i i got to work with him last year at talladega um and you know he's really he's really been teaching me how to play race and you know what he sees from the tower um mm -hmm. and how i could better myself um and you know we can relay the message, uh, you know, very easily. And uh, it, it's it's been working great. Give me some things that he said to you to calm you down. It's like if he could only get in my ear as a fan watching this thing to calm me down in my uh, beats per minute. What's he saying to you to settle down there, Nikki? Um, you know, he, <laughs> he just walks me through it very, very monotone, which I, I feel like a monotone. So that helps me. Right. Um, he, he just, he, he never panics. He always says, you know, we're good. And you know, it turned out we were good. Um, and he's very quick, um, to relay info. Um, obviously there you had to stay in it, whether wrecking or not, you had to stay in it because the caution was going to be the race. So I had to be in front of the 23 and, you know, 
while we were still wrecking, he made sure I knew that. Um, so, so he's just on it before I know, or really anyone else knows. Um, and that's the key around these places. You gotta, you gotta have info before it's really available. Nick Sanchez, your winner from Talladega in the Arca series running on those general tires. All right, let's say I'm in your ear. How does this work? Nick, you have a crap ton of cars coming up from behind you. Don't worry about it, babe. We're chilling. We're chilling like a villain, man. Does that work? Um, it kind of sucked, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, hey, it worked. You can, but, you can criticize me. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, no, like the thing with Tyler, he, you know, he, even though I'm on the inside line, he's spotting the outside line. He's telling me how far back they are. And that's a big help. And obviously, the Arca cars don't race like the Cup or Xfinity cars. Um, it's a lot more tame. Um, so, so he just tries to relay those levels to me. Um, and I'm sure it's not difficult for him, but you know, he, he goes from two different types of racing um, on today and then tomorrow in Cup. So uh, he, he's very good at adapting. How do you talk back to him? I, I stay quiet until the caution flag. Um, obviously, I, I don't want to step on his message or on his click. So I just completely stay quiet. Come on. I mean, you're a low-key dude anyway. I don't see you getting angry or getting fired up. And Nah. <laughs> what pisses you off? I mean, you, you know, I, I don't... I always like to say I don't show my emotion like, you know, you know, talking on the radio. I'm not someone who's going to mouth someone off. I'm just going to do it on the track. And, you know, if someone's overly aggressive with me, I'm going to do that same to them on the track without right. saying anything. Look at you. You're kind of grinding your teeth with that comment, too. Like, uh, yeah, you're going to get fired up from time to time, right? Yeah. And, you know, obviously, I, I don't like to fire up my crew and just, <laughs> just try to do me. <laughs> Uh, Max Siegel, who owns Revolution Racing, of course, your team, uh, it's a big win for him. And with all the minorities that have come through Max Siegel and Revolution Racing, Bubba Wallace, Kyle Larson, Nick Sanchez, uh, how is this setting you up to make the next move into trucks or Xfinity or Cup to take that, that path that Bubba and Kyle Larson did? Yeah, you know, obviously these races, you know, when you look at Kansas last year, Dega this year, and really the big ones, those are the ones that matter. Those are the ones that I've circled because, I mean, um, you know, when you went to Elko, when you went to Berlin, it, it's a short track, right? You know, you race there in a late model, you race there in a modified, and if you race there in the Arca car, you're, you're in a different car, but it's the same scenario. When you're at Dega, you know, this the Arca car is going to be the lowest series you could run here. So uh, whether you're in Cup or Xfinity, this is a track that's important, just like the other mile and a half. So, uh, to, to be able to have two wins on two big tracks, it's really important to me because these are the ones that I'm going to have to worry about um, in the future. So, I mean, that's, again, this is a silly question, but that's the goal for you to make those steps, truck, Xfinity, Cup Series. I mean, this isn't, hey, man, I won Talladega and I'm going to ride off in the sunset, right? Yeah, you know, this is a progression and, you know, getting my name out there and, you know, just moving up. And it, it, honestly, you know, the easiest way up is winning um, mm -hmm. in everything. So, uh obviously this should help a lot. Hopefully. Have you picked up your phone yet? I mean, have you seen texts and messages and so forth? Yeah. You know, I haven't replied to anyone yet, but I've definitely seen all the texts and, you know, it's, it's, it's great to see everyone, you know, all my friends and family, um, and even other people in the garage noticing right. it. And I, I love it. Do you know how, how, who are some people that have texted you that maybe the freak nation would know? Um, Ty Gibbs. Boom. Um, yeah. Uh, team owner, Max Eagle and many others. Um, texted so it's great it's badass well man this is awesome congratulations i listen you've benefited from the speed freaks mojo when drivers come in here they win i mean they freaking win and that's a fact uh, and you're a validation that uh, you benefited from the speed freaks mojo
Yeah, no, I, I really thank you guys for having me again. And, you know, hopefully you guys are in Kansas because it works. <laughs> right. Well, I, if MAV-TV picks it back up in Iowa, uh, a legendary track, which you've run in Iowa before. So sure we'll get something in your face in uh, Iowa. But, dude, thanks for doing this, man. And, and winning on those general tires, man. Nick Sanchez here in the Freak Nation. It's a big, big win. All right, Stat Man, a big night, man. Let's do it again. 22 years coming up of shooting the juice to the moose and a stat man. Cutting it loose. Yep. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.